Welcome to the Halloween Unleashed Podcast. And now, here are your hosts for the week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Halloween Unleashed. I am your host, Chris Morgan, and um, I'm recording this on March 7th. Hopefully, this will be uh, dropping March 8th, um, going through all of the uh, screening protocols that Anchor has in place now on uh, podcasts here in 2021. Um, I'm doing this episode quickly. Um, I'm going to give you a brief overview and then we're going to close as I'm going to direct you to the Unleashed uh, Facebook group and have you RSVP there. Now, anyone that has been part of this show for the last couple of years knows that um, a couple different things. One is I like to plan out a live event uh, weeks in advance and I like to continue to promote it. Uh, so that everybody can clear their schedule and be part of it. Uh, a lot of times it's on a Sunday night. A lot of people can't join due to the fact that um, it is a Sunday night. A lot of people have to work the next morning. And uh, when we get on into a long-form subject or we just sit around and start bantering after the subject matter is over, it, it can run pretty late. So um, I'm going to announce that this Saturday night... March 13th, 2021, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, Corey Jones, hopefully Aaron Bass can join us if he can't, but Corey Jones and I for sure are going to host a live uh, Halloween Unleashed Mass Talk Radio episode. Um, calling that emergency broadcast because there is something that... Um, that has been brewing in this hobby. And if you heard my interview on assholes with opinions over the last couple weeks, I've been someone that has been laying low, uh, keeping his head low, keeping his head to the ground, focusing in on you, the customer that is standing in line, that is paying me to not get involved in any drama that's going on, any bullshit that's going on, anybody that I consider a friend that is involved in any bullshit I don't get involved in, um, I've stayed, I've have stayed out of it. In fact, there was, uh, another artist trying to get a, like a, like a peace movement, uh, going. And, uh, while I fully supported the peace movement, I was initially involved, uh, because of this other artist that is uh, picking fights with, with people, and I'll reveal that in a minute, that's been picking fights with, with artists for quite a long time, and it's getting to the point where it's just getting completely out of control. Um, you know, once I saw that it, it was a direction that was going to go against this other artist, I just said, look, I wish you the best. I hope for a positive outcome, basically. But, you know, as I said with asshole on assholes with opinions, I don't get involved in this stuff unless it comes to my doorstep. Um, I stay out of it. And that's the way it should be. I used to fight other people's battles for them, get blood on my hands for people. 
Um, I used to fight uh, the good fight for um, friends, people that I thought were friends, um, people that I saw that there was injustice being done to. And at the end of the day, I would be the one that ended up paying the price for it. And I would be the one looked at that I got involved in unnecessary drama that didn't concern me. Well, uh, when I decided to take on some orders again, I vowed to myself that, you know what, I am going to stay out of that stuff. And it has served me well. Um, but that doesn't mean that I won't call a motherfucker out when they need to be called out. That doesn't mean that if you bring the fight to my doorstep and you start attacking me or questioning me, that I ain't going to bite back. Anybody that knows me, anybody that has been around me knows that I'm a straight shooter. I don't put up with bullshit. And if you come and try to start, start bullshit with me, I'm going to put you in your place and I'm going to stand my fucking ground. Well, this artist that has been going around picking fights with people is Nikos Dresios. Now, I'm not going to get into the details. I'll do this Saturday night. But dude, I don't know what your fucking problem is, but you have gone around uh, to artists in this hobby, in this industry. You have tried to partner with other artists and try to sway other artists to join your side uh, for partnerships because you don't want any other competition out there. Anybody that is trying to, that shows promise, that starts to try and sculpt something on their own, you try to scoop them up and put them underneath your thumb so that you can control what they do. You do that to people and you have and a lot of these people are too new or buy into the aura of you that they don't know the real you. But anybody that can pull themselves back as a collector or as an artist, pull yourself back. Ignore the fact the blanks that he's producing. Ignore the fact that he is held up to highest regards as a great portrait sculptor, which he is. I have nothing but the utmost respect for his work as an artist, as a sculptor. But when you go around and start trying to manipulate people, and then you go around and you start trying to bully other artists, then you go around and then you, out in public, start attacking and making accusations against other artists. I never agreed with that. I just kept saying, this was my friend from years ago. I don't understand what his deal is, but you know what? That's not, that is not my bag for me to figure out. I got my own shit to worry about. I don't need to figure out what Nick is doing. So, but you went around, you picked a fight with Nick Mopagano. Um, he came out with a uh, H4 sculpt that you had to go and try and one up. Why is that? Why is that? Why can't you just let the man have his 15 minutes of fame and you continue producing masks? 
Instead of going around picking fights with other uh, collectors and artists and everything else that you've been doing and trying to one-up people and manipulate people, why don't you just focus on the people that are paying you to do things? All right, so you had that. Then you had a, a royal hissy fit about the Sumbalist guy that was doing the uh, the sculpt, the, the, the stretch sculpt, and you had to figure out who it was and who, you know, who was doing what and how it just bothered you so bad that somebody was doing something and somebody was talking about another sculpt that you weren't part of. It bothered you, so you had to go and do your own. It's nice, by the way, but you had to go do your own to one-up that one, to prove something. What are you trying to prove, man? You got thousands and thousands and thousands of people who worship you. Keep your head low to the ground. Follow my model. Keep your head low to the ground and ignore everybody else. Who cares what other people sculpt? Who cares what other people come out with? Who cares? It's not affecting your income one iota. So why am I getting involved here? Why am I scheduling an emergency broadcast for Saturday night at 9.30, live on Zoom? Why am I doing this? Back in 2013, which was eight fucking years ago, Nick went around spreading rumors and lies that I recasted. I came out with Mass Talk Radio. And I addressed it on the second episode, which I may air before this is all over with. I initially was just going to do that, air that. But you know what? There's a lot of things in that broadcast that uh, gets a little dicey. And I'm trying to keep this professional. I'm a different person now. But eight years ago, he was posting on the forums talking to anybody who would listen that I recasted his mint 75 to make the JTK. I have a JTK episode in the archives, but, um, that's neither here or there right now. You can go back and listen to it at your own accord. I'm not going to, uh, highlight anything from there, but I'm just going to just give you the facts of why this is happening at this very moment. So, after I aired eight years ago on Mass Talk Radio on the second episode where I called Nick out and laid out the facts of the JTK, he talked to a mutual friend of ours and asked for us to talk. I sat on Skype with him for four hours, gave him four hours of my time, provided him pictures, provided him information. Provided him everything that he wanted to know. By the end of that conversation, we had a peace. We had an understanding. We had um, no problems. And right after that is when he opened up opportunities for me to get blanks from him, from other artists, or not other artists, for, for other collectors. He um, partnered with me on the Classic 75 his classic 75 that I produced for a couple years with him. Um, we had a friendship, at least I thought then somewhere along the lines, 
you know, he started to, I guess, not like what I was saying about the Nightmare Night Stalker and kept accusing me of producing a fake master. So he and I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then he continued to reach out to me when there was anything like Tyler Adams, who who bought the JTK master. Let me back that up. I sold the JTK master off in 2014. Nick didn't say a word about it. He said I probably shouldn't have and I should have shelved it. But that's neither here or there. I sold it. I don't need to consult with Nick every time I make a business decision just because he doesn't like something. You worry about your business. You worry about yourself. Don't worry about what I'm doing. So I sold it off to Martin Pena. Martin Pena produced it for a little while and then Martin sold it off to Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams recently sold it off to James Grimm. Nick decided to message James Grimm and I don't know why he reignited this entire flame, but he did and started to go back into the recasted Mint 75 subject and um, started to accuse me and this whole thing all over again. Now, that brings me to what I was talking about with the Nightmare Night Stalker. This stuff, I mean, some of the things that he was saying to me privately, a friend just doesn't say to another friend. I still have those conversations. And the things that he said to me pissed me off so bad that I was almost done with him. Because every time he'd message me from 2017 on was to start shit was someone he called a friend and I was getting real tired of it, especially by that point in my life. I was real tired of it, you know, and then he reached out after I did the 98 99 episode with Kevin, uh, on the HMMAT podcast and saying that I needed to take the episode down. I, my, my, his name doesn't come out of my mouth and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'm just telling stories. Do you, or do you not? produce replicas from the 98 proto if the answer is yes i did nothing wrong except for tell a story that people already know that's it to educate people to make people understand things that is already cloudy murky and in a severe gray area in this crazy hobby of ours based of our based off of our favorite horror icon now the final straw for me with nick came in 2018 when a customer um asked you know asked me if i if if i could get a 75k new mold blank from nick and convert it like one of the old 75k new mold uh, blanks that I converted a, several years back. I guess he fell in love with that copy. Absolutely wanted it exactly like it was his holy grail. The only H1 that he ever wanted in his collection. And at the time I, I was I was annoyed with Nick, but I didn't have any ill will towards him. And I said, sure. 
I said, but reach out to him, see if he'll do it. Well, apparently he started giving this guy shit, started saying that he, and I have, and I have copies of this. So anything I'm saying, I'm speaking on, um, factual information. Um, but he started saying to the guy, why do you want to send the blank to him? Um, he's, he's, you know, I can do just as good of a job. I can convert it just as well. And the customer's like, look, the one I'm after, you're already friends with the artist that converted the one that I want. I want this to go to him because he's the one that converted the one that I love. So I, I you know, no offense to you, but I want Chris to finish it. And this went on and went on and went on and went on. And finally, then at that point, 10 days later, I had a blank. Now, when I got the blank in, I put the box off to the side. I, I opened it up, make sure the blank was in there. It was in there. And then right when I was getting ready to, to go start to prepare to work on the blank, I reached out to the customer and said, I'm getting ready to start, start working on your 75K. And he said, okay, great. I pull the, the mask out and I'm going to go put it outside and start to work on it. And I'm noticing how bad the pull is. Like the inside had air bubbles like crazy, uh, tons of thin spots. And it looked like the inside of the mold had a, a ton of air bubbles just popped. And then on the surface, on the outside, on the surface, it had warts all over the pole. It was rough as a cob. Now, normally, could I scrub that off and, and get it prepared? Sure, I could. But due to the bubbles on the inside, if I started to scrub some of those warts on the outside, it would have opened up and put holes in the blank because of the bubbles that were on the inside around the chin, around the ears, uh, around the face and the nose. It, it, it would have been a disastrous result. So I reached out to the customer and I said, hey, I'm not going to try to bother getting these off. I can paint this how it is. But I wanted to show you a couple of pictures of what your what your blank looked like because the blank thing came directly to me didn't go to the customer it came directly to me, so I showed the blank, and then he was pissed. He took it to to Nick, showed it to Nick, and said, "I want this sent back, and I want a good blank." Nick proceeded to rip me up one side and down the other behind my back and tell the customer that I'm just, you know, I just don't want to do the work. Um, I'm not a good artist. I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, if Chris knew what he was doing, he could clean this blank up. This is why I wanted you to go directly through me. This guy has been pulling games on me for years. He's recasted my, my mint 75. He starts going like this guy had no clue. He just wanted a blank to replicate a mask that I converted earlier on. And he's bringing all of this old garbage up that was supposedly settled. At that time, it was five years prior. At that moment, when the customer sent me what he sent me about what Nick said, I said, I've had it. And so I blocked him. I blocked him on every social media channel that I had him on. Blocked him, didn't want anything to do with him at that point. I was tired of him only reaching out to, to start drama, to start bullshit. 
And then I got tired of the constant lies with the Mint 75 uh, being a recast or the JTK being a recast of his Mint 75. I got tired of that. Then I got tired of um, him only messaging me to just start shit. And I just, I was tired of it. I was tired of the fakeness. I was tired of the fact that um, he consistently uh, snubbed his nose at me as an artist. Um, I just got really sick of it. So um, I didn't hear anything from him or about him for a couple years. And then I started hearing that, you know, about what was going on with him and other artists. And I'm like, look, I don't want to know the details. Don't really care. Um, you know, if, as long as he doesn't mess with me, I, I don't care. People are still going to buy his stuff. People are still going to, um, you know, play both sides of the fence. People are still going to be, uh, it's, 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 if you stay out of that stuff and don't roll up your sleeves and get your arms dirty, you're fine. You know, go stay in your own lane. And that's exactly what I was planning on doing until, like I said, until he brought it to my front doorstep. So when he started to go after James Grimm and start going after him about the JTK, that master that he just bought being a recast of his mint 75, um, at the same time he's doing this, I get a message on my Halloween Unleashed business page, and I'm going to read it as follows because I don't want to paraphrase it. it. says, Chris, what the heck you trying to pull there, man? What was that lies with the JTK episode? He's referring to the episode that I say is in the archives if you guys want to go listen. So let me continue. What did I told you destroy that thing? What did I told you destroy that thing? Okay. Um, it's still out there. Someone says he will offer copies. Did I tell you, did I tell you destroy this recast of my mint? You play games to me. And at that point, I'm like, all right, you want to reignite this? Fine. Because what he's doing is he's going around, he's picking fights with every artist, trying to demean every artist so that he's the only one standing. He wants to play that fucking game. You you brought the fight to the wrong dude because I'm not going to sit back and kowtow and not stand up to you. I'm not afraid of you. I don't care who you are. Anybody that has listened to one episode of this podcast knows... I will call you out if you bring a fight to me, if you attack me, if you go after me, if you spread lies about me, I will motherfuck you up one side and down the other, and I will prove my case, and you can go fuck yourself. So, I'm putting this out here. If you think, because the, the next narrative that is going to be created from what I just said is he's talking shit behind my back. He's got me blocked and he will not address me to my face. Well, I'm going to turn this back to you. So you don't have that argument this Saturday night, nine 30 Eastern on zoom. I'll put the link up as soon as I create the meeting, you come on live with Corey Jones and myself. And we settle this man to man in front of the public once and for all, because 
that JTK, first and foremost, I didn't need to hire a sculptor if I was just going to recast your mint. I don't have progress pictures of it being done if I was just going to recast your mint. I don't have... I have plaster on my own. I know how to make a mold. I could have just made a mold off of your mask and never paid a dime to a, another sculptor. I mean, that right there should tell you something. But the fact is, the people that have seen the pictures knows that that is not a recast. But because you have taken a subject that I thought was buried eight years ago, and you want to continue on this narrative means that you have been a two-faced backstabbing liar towards me for the last eight years, and I'm sick of it. And if you want a piece of me, come face me face-to-face -face like a man this Saturday night, live on Zoom for the entire community. I challenge you to a debate face-to-face -face because I have my proof. You want this? You brought this fight to me. Now I stand up to you, unleashed. So you want to come after me? Come on. I am the next artist on your list because you think that you can bully me and you think that you can push me around or that I'm going to kowtow to you, and I'm not. Why don't you continue going selling all of your masks and focus on your customers and leave the artists in this hobby alone? Leave me alone. I didn't come after you. I didn't say anything about you. You continue to talk about the lies that I told in that episode. Well, let me tell you something, Nick. For those that weren't around that is new to all this, when I had the WMP forums and I started the JTK project, there was a 14-page documentation of that entire project from start to finish. If I was trying to hide something, I would not have put it out there. For others to look at. I wouldn't have sold one copy because I was afraid of someone figuring it out. Use common sense, man. Not only that, if I was afraid of what you may find out, I wouldn't have sat on Skype with you for four hours and proved things to you. I wouldn't have aired an episode laying out the, the details of the JTK last season. I wouldn't be sitting here doing this episode challenging you to a debate if I knew I was in the wrong. I don't know what your issue is. I don't know I don't know what happened to you over the last several years, but something inside of you is dark. Something inside of you is broken and you're hurt and so you're trying to hurt other people. Hurt people hurt other people. So I pray for you. I wish you the best. I don't want you to lose a dime of income because obviously you're hurting. I don't want you to lose a dime of income because you're fighting with everybody. Take it from someone who has changed directions. I've already stated I used to fight everybody's battles for them. I don't anymore. But I'm going to tell you for once, follow someone's advice, stay to yourself, stay true to your customers, provide to them 
what you offer and leave everybody else alone. Because the more you try to play catch up with other artists and try to out sculpt to try and prove whatever it is, I don't know. That's that's a you problem. This whole thing is a you problem. This fantasy land that you live in about the JTK and the Mint, that is your problem. But you're making it my problem, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of being accused by you. I'm sick and tired of dancing around this tree and going around this mountain with you, that now I'm ready to finally publicly, not privately, four hours on a Skype chat, I'm ready to publicly go through this one more time so that there is absolutely zero confusion about anything. And if you got the balls, show up. I'll put you live on the air. I I will do screen shares. I will I will show my proof. But this ends now. And then after that, I want you to leave me alone. My name doesn't come out of your mouth. You go sell your masks. I will go sell mine. And you know what? We don't ever have to talk. Your your name will not come out of my mouth at that point. But I'm sick of it. You're not going to bully me. You you definitely ain't, aren't going to threaten me. I do this because I like it. I do this because I have fun with it. And I'm talking about the mask, not the podcast. The, the podcast is self-explanatory. I do the mask because I like it. I do the mask because I enjoy it. I enjoy providing and and giving collectors something that they're proud of. I don't know what your issue is. You do this because in your mind... You think that this entire community is yours. You think that every artist needs to get down on their hands and knees and kiss your feet. But that ain't going to happen with me. I'm thankful for the time, the good times that we had. But for me, it's clouded because you have consistently talked behind my back and then called me a friend. That doesn't fly with me, my friend. And now, this Saturday night, call this the start of Season 3. I said I wanted to start Season 3 with a bang. We were going to do a Halloween 2 watch-along. But you know what? This Saturday night starts Season 3. Everybody wants guests on Halloween Unleashed. Well, I'm throwing out the challenge to the ultimate guest to come on live and debate with Corey and I. Because Corey was an investor in that project too. So now you're insulting him. So you want to go down this road with me? I'm standing right at the end of the street. Come face me man to man. That's all I got to say. We'll see everybody Saturday night on the live episode. Show up if you can. Thanks for listening to Halloween Unleashed. Be sure to download, rate, and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts. From Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and then join our social media channels at our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash groups slash Halloween Unleashed, on Instagram at Halloween Unleashed, and on Twitter at HWeen Unleashed. Be sure to share our episodes in your horror groups on your timeline and on Instagram. 
We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Halloween Unleashed.